Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of If Songs Could Preach, a podcast by Sound and Worship. Usually I would give a little spiel about how God created music and we're going to transform it and that kind of thing. Those things uh, are still true for sure, especially that God created music and he did so wonderfully and he deserves all the glory for it. But today we're going to do things a little bit different and I'll explain to you why here in just a little bit. Our plan for today is we're going to play a song that I've really learned to enjoy a lot from a group that you may or may not know. They are on our playlist, on our Our Favorites playlist, soundandworship.com slash playlists. Uh, But you may not know a whole lot about them. And that group is Emu Music. And the song is called We Are One. I've really learned to enjoy this song a lot. And so I wanted to share it with you guys and kind of talk about it. Normally, especially if this is your first time listening, it's important that you know this. Normally, we would transform a song into a sermon. Basically, so far, I've been the one to interpret these songs, what their meanings are, and kind of transform them into a sermon as if the sermon were preaching, uh, as if the song were preaching a sermon itself. You have to go back to the other episodes to check those out and kind of see exactly how that works. Uh, And I encourage you to do that. We've had uh, quite a few episodes so far now. And we appreciate everybody that's been listening to these. So I'm going to ask you to use your imagination a little bit today. We're going to pretend like we're talking about a worship song that would be played possibly right before your local preacher at your local church were to preach. So that's how we look at it today. Uh, And I'll go ahead and give you my excuse as to why there's no sermon prepared and That's kind of part of the reason why we're doing it this way, at least for this week. So I'm not sure where you're listening from or uh, where you live or any of that kind of thing, but I am from the South, uh, which I assume you probably would guess I'm not from the North, but I'm from Georgia, and normally we don't have to worry about any kind of tropical storms in Georgia, especially, especially North Georgia, but not this weekend. We actually had Hurricane Zeta come through. You know, I think it made landfall in Louisiana, and it it skirted through pretty fast uh, up through Georgia. Uh, I know I realize it's not a hurricane once it's already into Georgia and that kind of thing, but it did bring a lot of winds. It actually canceled schools and that kind of thing. Uh, so it was a serious thing, and we didn't take on any damage, but we were without power for more than twenty four hours. So. We didn't have power. I wasn't here to record where I normally record. So that's kind of where we are this week. But I didn't want to go a whole week without giving you a song because I plan on doing these every Tuesday. And unless something changes, uh, I want to keep that going. Uh, I do have some really exciting projects I'm working on for this podcast coming up. Some more exclusives and a lot of neat history and that kind of thing. So stay tuned for that. But we'll get into this song today. And there's some good history, and, and let's talk a little bit about a couple things. And when I say history, I'm not talking about ancient history like on a lot of episodes, but uh, here is kind of some, I guess, some more recent history about emu music, if you don't know anything about them. So I went to emumusic.com, and uh, it looks like they're overseas, uh, over in the UK, if I'm seeing this right, uh, which is really cool. Uh envy their accents a little bit, Uh, but they have a what we do tab. So um, 
looks like they have kind of a Bible verse that maybe it's the verse that their ministry kind of goes off of, and that's Colossians three sixteen and 17. And it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. And again, that's Colossians 3, 16 and 17. Great verse to have uh, for your ministry, uh, especially, you know, that, that verse speaks for itself. So it's great that that's kind of the, I think that's like the first thing you see on their What We Do tab. So pretty cool. Uh, then it's followed up by Emu Music exists to encourage and equip the church in biblical, beautiful, and transformative singing, which is, sounds like a pretty good goal to me. Uh, so I like that. And it says, we do this by writing, teaching, training, encouraging, leading, multiplying, and creating. And there's some little uh, side notes to that that they have as well. Their distinctives, it says, they're biblical, contextual, holistic, and excellent. Uh, not that they're excellent. I don't think that's what they're saying. It's just saying using and developing the musical gifts God has given them. So I, I guess, you know, they're giving God the glory for their skills. So that's pretty cool. So that's just a little bit about them. And to put it into perspective as far as how well-known emu music is, uh, I had never heard of them. Uh, but we have this Facebook group called Sound and Worship, Worship Music Discussions. And I highly encourage you to, uh, if you're on Facebook, head over there and request to join our group. You can find the link to it on our, our uh, Facebook page as well, I believe. But I highly encourage you to do that. We have a really good group. We have some really good discussions about songs and artists. And uh, so far, it's been really good. Um, there's a lot of Christian groups out there that don't keep it exactly, uh, honestly, Christian and and how people converse with each other and that kind of thing. Uh, so we have not really had that problem yet. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, we have some really neat and uh, very genuine people in that group. So head on over to there. That's how I found this group. I won't expose this person's last name just for privacy, but... His name is Chris, and Chris, if you're listening, you know who you are. I appreciate you letting me know about EMU Music. Thank you so much for that recommendation. Uh, that's another great thing about that group is that if you head over there, you might let us know about artists that we don't know about. We are all about trying to help fellow believers learn about artists that may not be as well known. Uh, if and Just to be frank, if their talent is there and uh, their ministry is sound and doctrine, they follow God's word, I'd be glad to promote them. And as sound and worship grows, Lord willing, may the Lord be glorified in that, uh, not to glorify artists, but to point fellow believers to worship music they can trust, they can worship the Lord with, and not have to worry about what ministries they're supporting and that kind of thing. So let's put it in perspective a little bit. Emmy Music, when I got on Spotify, it said that they have about 27,000 monthly listeners. Which is a good amount of people, I and mean, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Um, but put that in perspective to Bethel music. Ironically enough, it says that they have two point seven million monthly listeners. So you, you kind of see if you follow Sound and Worship, you know how I feel about Bethel. 
If you want to know more about that, head over to soundandworship.com slash whybethel. I, I do not enjoy talking about Bethel Church. I take no enjoyment in that. Uh, but I do feel like what they're doing is dangerous. A lot of Christians are just listening to their music. Uh, they have no idea what their ministry is teaching uh, and some of the dangerous things they're teaching and some of the stunts they're trying to pull off at that church. Really sad. I hate it. And I pray that people from their church would see what's going on and, and would learn about it and uh, turn from those ways, uh, especially new Christians. I feel so sorry if, if there is a new believer there that's just getting confused because uh, that could definitely happen. But I pray for Bethel Church in Redding, California. I pray that every one of them would come to know the Lord in sound doctrine, the true Lord Jesus. I'm not saying that there's no one there that is, that is uh, not saved or anything like that. There may be very well be some uh, people there that don't know exactly what's going on, and I, I pray that they would learn and, and get out of there, honestly. I'm not claiming to to have arrived or anything like that. I have so much to learn. Um, we'll never stop learning the Word of God and and more about God's nature and uh, and those great things to pursue as a Christian. But we do have to pursue sound doctrine, and we have to do it in love. Uh, if we just tell people to stop doing certain things just because we think we're better than them or something like that, that that's ridiculous, and we shouldn't do that. We should search ourselves and say, you know what? I need to, if I ever correct anyone, I better do it with loving motives uh, because that's what the Lord calls us to do. We're not called to be jerks or anything like that. We are called to be firm, stand firm, preach the truth and love, but not be a jerk and do this for selfish reasons. Uh, so please hear me on that. Like I said, I have I take no pleasure in talking about Bethel Church in a negative way. It's just the truth, uh, what we're sharing. And many others have. Justin Peters, I know maybe you've heard of him. Uh, Doreen Virtue, John MacArthur, I've heard many people talk about this issue. It's not a secret or anything like that. But with that said, I still see uh, a lot of professing Christians that I know posting all sorts of Bethel content all online. Uh, it seems that many contemporary services are just, they're not, they're, they are not accepting it as an option to stop using Bethel's music. And I really don't understand that. Uh, there's so much great music out there. We have a growing playlist now of 90 of our favorite songs. And I'm not saying that those artists are perfect. You'll never find a perfect artist. You're not listening to a perfect person right now. But when you have groups that are putting gold dust in their ventilation system during a church service and acting like, you know, that's really happening, and their churchgoers are believing that that's happening, there's something going on. So anyways, let's get to today's song. This is a great song by Emi Music called We Are One. And I'm going to go ahead and play the first verse, and we'll start talking about this. Sister, let me wipe your tears. Brother, let me 
Did you hear those lyrics? So it said, Sister, let me wipe your tears. Brother, let me bear your fears. Come on, every daughter, every son, let us walk in love, for we are one. And I think that's really kind of what this song is about. Obviously, the song's called We Are One. But uh, just to kind of go in depth about it, um, that's what you're going to hear throughout this song, about really about the body being one and how that's how the Lord intends it to be. Uh, we're called to gather together in corporate worship uh, at our local churches with our brothers and sisters. And that's what that verse is talking about. So I have a uh, Bible verse here, Romans 12, 5. It says, So we, who are many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And that's how the Lord intends it to be. So let's uh, let's play a little bit more of this song and just see how it kind of focuses on that that message. Here goes the second part of this kind of first verse. We walk along in broken roads. We are here to bear each other's love. And forgive as you've forgiven us. Let us walk in love for we Isn't it kind of easy? I was just thinking as I was listening to that about how great those lyrics are. It says, though we walk along in broken road, we are here to bear each other's load and forgive as you've forgiven us. Let us walk in love for we are one. I think sometimes we, uh, and I've been guilty of this before in the past for sure too, and it's something to always strive against, I believe. Uh, but sometimes we just sing lyrics and we don't really think about what they're saying. But this is a great reminder about how we are one, and it talks about maybe we forgive each other as God's forgiven us. Uh, this isn't a song about making you feel good. It's the truth, which, ironically enough, should make you feel good. Uh, but they use that line again at the end of, of each of these little sections. It says, let us walk in love, for we are one. And that's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, about um, if we were to correct each other, we better do so in love. Uh, that's how we would want to be corrected. That's how I've been corrected before. Uh, and when it actually, you know, convicted me, uh, when someone does something in love, you're not distracted about, you know, by how someone acted when they told you something. You, you, you know, you can be convicted. Of course, it's the Holy Spirit that does that. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, also, as far as music goes, I love the bass line in this song. I think it's really strong. And... Uh, yeah, I love the musical arrangement. So let's get into the next little part. We are in the Father's love. We have every tribe and every tongue. We are found in the risen sun. We are bound together by His blood. Let us walk in More beautiful lyrics, uh, so simple, yet so great. Uh, it says, we are one in, in the Father's love. We have every tribe and every tongue. We are found in the risen Son. Here's, I think this is my favorite part. We are bound together by His blood. Then, of course, let us walk in love, for we are one. 
And I have a, another Bible verse here. Um, it's great when a worship song makes you think about Bible verses uh, and has good references to them. But uh, this is Ephesians 2.13. It says, But now in Christ, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. And I think, so we're brought near to Christ. That brings us together in Christ. And we are one. I don't know if they read that verse when they were writing this song or if they had it in mind, but uh, it seems to go well with it. And I'm sure many other verses do as well. Um, But I I love that chorus. And I always talk about, uh, maybe you've heard in past episodes, how these, some of my favorite songs, they start out really mellow. And that's kind of how that first chorus is musically. Uh, And then it's about to start picking up just a little bit. And then there's there's little... little, uh, little sections there that are just music for a few moments and I, I like those too so let's let's continue on there's a love that conquers all divides there's a love that paid the greatest price for the battle over death is So more of the same from that that little spot there. And it's these lyrics are strong, y'all. It says, there's a love that conquers all divides. There's a love that paid the greatest price. For their battle over death is won. Now alive in Christ, we live as one. Thank you, English language, for that rhyme capability. So that's great. Uh, more great lyrics there. And... Uh, it's just talking about more of the same thing, but it's so strong, so simple, very singable as well. I don't, I can't think of many people who couldn't sing uh, these, like the way that they're singing those pitches and that kind of thing. Uh, so let's continue on. So this, you'll hear this chorus. Just listen to how it goes musically. We've already went over the lyrics, uh, so I'll play it and then uh, I'll start talking about uh, what's coming up. Now, here's what I'm talking about. There's this beautiful little section here. Just listen to how this is played musically and how this start. This is starting to build up towards the uh, later parts of the song. And we're about to get to my favorite part, which I think anybody that listens to this song will probably think that this is kind of their favorite part of the song, at least musically. So here we go. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, I believe it is. So it's a great segue, like I was saying. Uh, and here goes the next part, which is my favorite. It's it's about to really build an intensity. So what you're about to hear is just a few lyrics, and it's about to get awesome.
that part's awesome. Uh, I, I love that part of the song. Um, I'm going to read those lyrics to you. So it says, On the day you come to call us home, with the multitude before the throne, now with all the saints who've overcome, for eternity we'll sing as one. Oh, man. Can you not picture that? Um, so the first part of the song is talking about being one uh, as a body here on, on earth. Uh, but maybe I always look forward to being together in heaven, uh, the place that the Lord has prepared for us for those who believe, for those who have repented of their sins and trusted in Jesus Christ for salvation. Uh, you know, we, we go through some things here, and uh, this year is this year has been tough uh, on everybody, especially, um, you know, with, with the virus that shall not be named um, and the reactions to that and that kind of thing. But then also uh, just how things are going in the United States right now. And I'm sure even if you, even if you don't live here, you can kind of see what's going on, but uh, it's easy to get caught up in all that. Um, but if we look forward to eternity, we, uh, we can get through this with the Lord. Um, it it kind of makes everything that we're worried about now seem pretty small uh, in eternity. Um, there's so much that we could talk about here as, as far as, you know, how our problems just, they pale in comparison to to anything in eternity. Like uh, they go away when we think of that, because there's there's no more crying in in heaven, no more tears. He'll wipe away every tear from our eyes. So no more sadness like that. Uh, it's gonna be wonderful. And I don't know how anybody could not listen to that part of the song and just. Just you know, something something special is being done there, and it's really the lyrics, it's the instrumentation too. All glory to God for that. Uh, this that's just wonderful. So let's just play how this leads into the chorus. The actual song actually goes through the chorus twice. Um, there's no reason for us to play that part, and I, I encourage you guys to listen to the full song uh, after this without pauses because music is so much better that way. But this gives us the opportunity to kind of unpack what we're listening to. Uh, So let's carry on. As I was saying, that that the song actually plays another chorus and kind of eases its way out. But even just hearing that, how that chorus just has built up from the beginning. Uh, and I don't know who you are. I enjoy audio. I work with it quite a bit. And just even seeing the waveforms as you look at that song, uh, just you see it gradually building up. And then that last part is completely full. Uh, and I just, I like this song. This this is such a good song. I really enjoy this format too. I think we'll have to do this more often. Uh, you can let me know what you think. But I think it's great to uh, do the preaching thing. And um, I hope to get some help with that someday as well. Someone who maybe wants to, to preach a sermon as if they were a song. Uh, that would be great. But also, just switching it up to something like this, more casual, 
not as formal. I I, I kind of like it. Uh, so thank you so much for listening today. Uh, if you're on, if you're listening on the day that this episode should be coming out, which is Tuesday, November third, and if you live in this country, uh, you know what that means. So if you haven't voted already. Uh, this is just your subtle reminder to go ahead and get that done today, because if you don't do it today, you will not be able to do it. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. Let me know what you thought about this episode and this song. And if you have a song that you would like to be on this show, on this podcast, send us an email to soundandworship at gmail.com. Again, the premise of this podcast is to provide a fair use commentary normally in the form of a sermon, uh, but today we kind of critiqued and uh, added commentary to this song. Wasn't much to critique. All positive, pretty much, from, from my perspective, at least. So, yeah, send, send your ideas in. We appreciate that. Uh, head over to soundandworship.com for more worship music resources. Uh, we have playlists on there that are growing. I know we always talk about that. We have an Apple Music playlist now. We've, we've had a Spotify, Amazon one as well. So we have those. Pretty much whatever you're listening on, you could probably find our playlist. Uh, and those links are at soundandworship.com slash playlist. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Please share this with your friends and family. Uh, we could really use the help. Um, we'd love to, to share with like-minded be- believers uh, as well. And I think the best way is Uh, You know, if you guys can help us to do that, we appreciate it. Uh, If you'd like to support Sound and Worship, you can do so at patreon.com slash soundandworship. Thank you to those who are already patrons. We really, really appreciate it. And you guys have a great rest of your week. And we will see you, Lord willing, next Tuesday. Thanks, guys.